Friday. It's 8 o'clock. You are tuned in to Fantastics Comedy Clubhouse here on Mutiny Radio. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We're going to get started with tonight's show in just a little bit. We're going we're gonna to hold the door waiting for the throngs of people uh, and other comedians that are on their way to talk about God stuff comedy. Yes, yes. This show is brought to you by Some Call Me Tim, my religion show on Wednesdays where we talk about religion and stuff like that. So, uh, hey, if you're Catholic and you don't have a thick skin, this might be the time to leave and say, we'll say thanks for that five bucks you gave us. Because uh, we're going to probably say some things that are going to offend you. Uh, I have abor- I'm sorry, I love my abortion jokes, all right? I just want to keep every single one of them. All right, we're going to get right back to Fantastic Comedy Clubhouse. Please enjoy the floating goat for a few minutes and then hilarious comedy about our Lord and Savior coming up next. behind us metal show yay yay was anybody raised super super christian besides me anybody super christian not really super kind of catholic 
Super Catholic. I was a born again, uh, born again Christian, specifically a Presbyterian. Uh, one of the most exciting things uh, I had the ability to do as a, a small child, I was be a, a cheerleader for a Christian school. And it was, it was, you know, it was really, it was really empowering to be objectified at that age. But, uh, the, so there were some really, there were some really great cheers that, and I'll share some with you. Uh, ready? Okay. Give me a K. Give me an I. Give me an L. Give me an L. Who did the Jews kill? Jesus. Put those nails in my hands. We'll all go to the promised land. Yay. 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 We all get 12 mansions in heaven. Yay. The only... The only thing uh, that, that they were they were they were really long skirts, you know, so they weren't very sexy. Uh, and the other thing about being a Christian cheerleader is that my butt always hurt from protecting my virginity. That was the other thing that was yeah, Christian school, yeah. Uh, no, I was raised, I was raised, and I was I'm still I'm, a, I'm sort of a Bible scholar. Um, I really love the Bible because it's taught me everything uh, really that you need to know about women. Because, you know, there's two books titled after women, uh, Esther and Ruth, and really, really great books. Amazing, you know, storytelling and moralistic stuff and just everything I need to know about a woman. I love the book of Esther because that wasn't even her name. Uh, Her name was Hadassah. And then um, she had a hot rack and didn't look Jewy. So um, she kind of became, well, she became the queen of a country and she saved all the people. And it wasn't because she was clever or good at puzzles. It was that she had a hot rack and didn't look Jewish. She didn't have that weird Jewy name like Hadassah either. Change it to Esther. Save the Jewish people. Uh, but important lesson as a feminist. Hot rack, don't look Jewy. Uh, the second book uh, is Ruth. Oh, what a touching story. She's from another country. She marries a Jew. He dies. Uh, the other person doesn't want to go with her, but she goes with her mother-in-law. She follows her mother-in-law to a country that is not her own. And then she listens to her mother-in-law, and she marries the old rich fat dude. She follows the fields of Boaz. I'm sorry. I teach gleaning for three days. I'm the only Bible scholar. Here's the thing. Every time in the Bible they mention washing of the feet or laying at the feet, sleeping at the feet. She slept at his feet for three days in the barn. Come on now. Bible got some sexual euphemisms up in there, huh? Mary Magdalene, she'd be washing those feet too. Uh, keep them clean with her hair. Uh, what kind of hair are we talking about down there? Uh, uh. I'm just saying. The Bible, so many important lessons. Hot rack, don't look Jewy. Listen to your mother-in-law. Marry the old rich fat dude. Yeah, thank you, Bible. Just delving into feminism deeply. Yeah, good God stuff. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Christian school, great. Yeah, great stuff. Uh, one of the, I'll just, I'll just share a memory uh, with you guys. When I was in kindergarten, I was at a Christian school, and my teacher uh, was um, psychopathic and <laughs> and really, really mean. So we would memorize Bible verses, and then you would get um, everyone get an ice cream cone. So I stood up on front of the class like everybody else, and I I read my Bible verse. I had it memorized; it was so perfect. And then she gave me graham crackers, and she was like, "You're fat," <laughs> and everyone else got ice cream. And the thing is that the graham crackers probably had more calories. Like, come on, why are you trying? And I was like the, the black sheep that they wanted to sacrifice. I'm the sacrificial lamb. I felt like Jesus a lot as a child. I felt like a young martyr. Uh, 
It's hard to be bullied. Now they call it bullying. Back then we used to just call it being martyred and you prayed harder. Jesus, tell me why I'm being persecuted by these bullies just as you were. I understand your pain. Uh, very strange religious child I was. Uh, yeah. Bible stuff. This was going to be like a thing where I'm like, I have so much material about Jesus, this will be easy. <laughs> like one of those like, sure. Sure, Esther Ruth can go on for 10 minutes, but nobody wants that. No one wants a Bible. Sc- They're like, how deep do we have to go in the Bible? I mean, I actually have weird things memorized. Um, sir, I, I have a Bible verse tattooed on me. Uh, it's don't indulge ego at the expense of your soul, which is uh, 2 Peter 2.11. And uh, I, I have it tattooed on me because I, I, think, it's, I think it's great uh, and I need to think a lot about ego. And I feel like it ha- says something about stand-up comedy before I did stand-up comedy. <laughs> it's like, the hubris of my bitch ass to think I can get up on stage with a microphone in my hand and entertain people by talking about Jesus? What do I think I am? Some kind of preacher. Oh, I always wish. Oh, my God. Here, I'm going to actually do a thing. I'm going to play a little bit on the piano for you. This is one of the things I can still play. It's one of my favorite things. I can't sing and play at the same time. So I learned that when I was like in third grade and they're all, she's a prodigy, put her up in front of the thing. Everyone will sing. And I, I couldn't sing and play at the same time and I couldn't play for people that were singing because I just was like, however my fingers go is the beat. And you forget it's a percussive instrument. Anyways, that has nothing to do with the Bible. But um, Jesus did teach me some good things about piano and the bells. Does anybody go to church? You remember the bells? You put them all out and you have to wear the silly little gloves and like you're a, like you're a butler of angels or something. <laughs> I really enjoyed those bells. There was, yeah, look, we're all just reminiscing about the love and joy. The, the first, you know, being abused by my kindergarten teacher and then... <laughs> No, it's, it's, it's fine. Uh, you know, th- my mom is still really Christian. My parents really are. And she said, geez, if you could just cover up those disgusting tattoos and wear like a Ann Taylor silk suit or something and go back to church and find yourself a nice, you know, over 30, non-married, no-kid dude. And I'm like, wow, there are so many of those at church. Uh, The problem is none of them liked me smoking pot in the bathroom. See, that that was the issue that was a problem at church, you see. Uh, where are you guys coming from? You seem like the choir tonight. Are you here to see a specific person, or did you just see it somewhere? You're from South. You're from what? How did you find this? Would you look up something on the internet and you're like weird underground comedy about God? This is what we're doing as a family. Are you a family? You're all together, actually. Okay, cool. No, you're not. You're just sitting next to them. You have no idea who these people are. They all have glasses. One of these kids is not like the other. One of these kids is different. <laughs> Does she belong? Oh, the church is just so accepting of everyone, aren't they? <laughs> Do you belong? No, they, I mean, uh, it, it was great for a while. You know, I drank the juice and I really, really, I really, really believed in Jesus. I really, and I think that at that time in my life, that was really important because I'd, I'd probably have a baby. I mean, I was seeking for love from anybody. So Jesus was the best boyfriend ever because I wasn't actually going to get pregnant. You know, so that's really important. 
especially when I was in that age, I didn't, I, I actually, I actually picketed once as a child against abortion, which like freaks me out that like I was one of those people like, don't kill the baby. And now I'm like, kill the baby. Sorry. The, the, the point is, the point is this, is that I'm a 42 year old woman of childbearing age and I shouldn't have a baby. You don't want me to have a baby. It's, res- I am a responsible adult because I like to drink a lot. <laughs> and so, I don't have a child. I don't even have a dog. Like, that's how irresponsible I am. I have a cat because the cats go in a litter box. You don't have to take them out. Babies, changing diapers, getting vaccinations. This is insane. What are you people doing? Okay, so I shouldn't have a baby. And I'm very scared about what's happening politically with this whole Roe v. Wade and defunding Planned Parenthood. This is all very scary to me because you don't want me to have a baby. If I have this baby, I'm going to need new tools so I can drill holes in my boyfriend's trunk so the baby can breathe while we're hanging out at the bar. Because I can't afford a babysitter because I am a babysitter. (laughs) So I'm going to put a nice fluffy sleeping bag, holes drilled. It's locked in there. No one's going to steal it. Right? If they hear, well, I don't know. If they, if they hear it crying, my motherly instinct would probably, I'd run to the car. But uh, I never came. I wouldn't, I wouldn't drive, though. No driving drunk. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's true. That's the reason I don't have, I really, I swear I'm a responsible adult. That's why I don't have a car. Because I drink all the time. And if I had a car, I would drive drunk. The easiest thing to do is cut out the car. This is response. I see this as responsibility. You make me have a kid. You don't cut out the kid. And it's going to be in fifth first grade it's gonna be five years old and I'm gonna be at this stupid parent-teacher conference and the teacher's gonna look at me and be like your child said that you love alcohol more than it and I'm gonna be like this is a sippy cup filled with vodka you dumb bitch I didn't want the kid all right and then it finally turns 12 and uh, it starts doing ketamine and I'm like who's your dealer (laughs) we could go to Burning Man this year and really get to know each other I'm really excited who's your dealer And then it turns 15 and teaches me like just the most precious thing. If you've been doing cocaine for more than 24 hours, uh, you don't eat your boogers, you smoke them. (laughs) Smoke them, right? And this, this imaginary baby that they've made me had because of the Roe v. Wade over they access to plant protein is gone and I have to have this child. It's 17 now, this thing is 17 and it dies of a speedball overdose. Like heroin and cocaine in a vein. Bad. That's 17 years. That's a 17-year late-term abortion. That is the latest late-term abortion you can ever have. 17 years. I didn't want to have... Please don't. Don't take away my rights. Uh, so that I, I, should, I shouldn't have added that joke in the end, but since abortion seems to be such a moral issue and we're talking about God, I think it's fair. Yeah. It's fair. Uh, all right, we're going to get started with this amazing lineup that we have tonight. Before we do, we sing a little song. If you know how it goes, sing along with me. M-U-T-I-N-Y, comedy, clubhouse, comedy. Clubhouse. Comedy. Clubhouse. Together we will bring our jokes up high. High, high, high. (laughs) I should invest in a vaporizer, you know? M-U-T-I-N-Y, comedy clubhouse. You want to come inside my clubhouse? Yay! All 
right, your first comedian of the night. She is my co-host every Wednesday on the AltaCast, where we do alternative news about all kinds of fun things, like drugs and abortion. Uh, <laughs> it's true, gnarl and, pro- and drug pro-choice pro- America. Pro-choice, anyways. Pro-drugs. Uh, well, pro-harm reduction, blah, blah, blah. She's very funny. She's going to talk about God, everybody. Put your hands together for LaToya, the Sheriff of Truth wins. <laughs> I wore my crucifix just for you, Pam. Uh, going back to my uh, Catholic roots. And God, they were very scary. I mean, seriously, like my family, I was really brought up straight up hardcore Catholic. Like my grandparents integrated Catholic schools in Missouri and shit, and I've seen the Pope, not the Nazi one and not Pop- Pope Francis, the, the, de- the dead one. Like, I have never been to a church service unsoulful ever until I seen the Pope. Like, it was like, he was half dead. Like, I didn't know what he was saying. It was like, it was in a, like thousands of people and I just, I fell asleep. <laughs> and you know what? My mom let me play hooky from high school to go see the Pope and I'd rather go back to school for a fifth period. But I mean, I guess I do appreciate seeing our Lord, Father, Savior, whatever, you know. But yes, being raised in the Catholic family, which means I have to go to Catholic school. So I get to wear those very wonderful, horrible, flannelly Catholic uniforms. That shit could light up a forest if you burn it. Like the material, it felt like burlap, seriously. Uh, but yeah, Catholic school was um, very interesting because I learned a lot of things, such as um, sex education from a nun. Oh, darling. Health class was a trip. I mean, just seeing uh, Sister Elizabeth, I believe her name was, this is the urethra. This is the scrotum. Things come out of there. <laughs> and then, then we get to the lady parts. This is the, this is the, oh, Lord of mercy. This is, this is where babies come from. <laughs> and then it's just like, okay, so I learned sex education from a nun. Gosh, how did I not become promiscuous? Oh, that's my 20s. <laughs> Oh yeah, I mean, seriously, I mean, besides, I guess Catholic school kind of ruined me. I mean, I got the best drugs from there. Uh, you know, I, the last confession I had was, uh, oh my God, I think the Clinton era. Yeah, well, if I, <laughs> you would think now, I should go to confession actually, just to hear how many times the priest would drop the good book. <laughs> just to hear him just say, oh Lord. I'm like, that's what I said too. <laughs> Amen. Lord, Father, I have sinned. Now I got to do a couple of Hail Marys and sucking dick. Awesome. Yeah. But religion is a very, very interesting thing. I come from the Midwest, the state I used to live in called Misery, which is basically assemblies of God. So now you have the fundamentalists. You know, they love their guns and Bible and grits and shits. 
which doesn't make sense to me about the whole guns and Bible thing, because I just couldn't imagine Jesus running around Jerusalem with an AK-47. <laughs> so I have this idea for a movie script. J-Dog, AKA Jesus, put a cap in Judas's ass. He's got his homegirl Mary Magdalene who put a cap in all those brothers' asses for stoning her to death or trying to stone her. I see fireworks, Chuck Norris, and explosions. It's called New Testament 2, Electric Boogaloo, coming Christ to get you. <laughs> I think that movie would work, especially in the day of age of we have our dictator, Trumpito. So I think it would be a hot ticket, I don't know. But uh, I don't think the Catholics will like it because we don't like a lot of things. The only thing we like is alcohol. <laughs> That's kind of true, but it depends what kind of Catholic school that you went to or Catholic church. But I don't get it. Oh, and, and we hate sex. Oh, God, birth control. Ooh. Now, this is what I don't understand. So we're supposed to love alcohol, but no premarital sex. What comes after you have too much to drink, ladies and gentlemen? Prem Dancing and then premarital sex, pretty much. You're gonna land up on top of somebody. Yeah, I mean, it just, it, I've, I've always been conflicted by this, but this is why I'm a recovering Catholic. So I have the past to live by, and now I get to judge people. Because I'm a good Christian girl. No, but I mean, I haven't stepped into a Catholic church within five years, and I'm afraid to, because that motherfucker will probably burn. And, you know, the last time I did go to church, it was pretty interesting. It was um, in Spanish, which was great. It was cultural for me, you know, because I didn't understand what they were saying some of the time. But it was nice to see brown people in church. <laughs> because... Have you know that Sundays are the most segregated day? Yeah, they are. Segregation Sundays, y'all. Woo, come get some Jesus. Yeah, everyone's drinking the Jesus juice now. Yeah, so I mean, I, I guess like, you know, church, religion, it scares the shit out of me. I mean, that's why I'm a spiritual person anyway, you know? I smoke a lot of weed, that is my religion. And I like vegetables, that's another religion. How much do you like vegetables? I eat, I eat my vegetables every day. Uh, I know where you're going with this one. <laughs> no, I mean, I feel like religion is um, actually kind of, um, I don't know, killing us, literally. I mean, if you think about it, we have our um, Lord and Savior, Trumpito, right now in office. He kind of reminds me of the new Jim Jones. Everyone's drinking the orange Kool-Aid. It tastes like sexism, racism, homophobia. It tastes murky. In other words, it tastes like shit. And you don't like tasty or nasty shit in your mouth, do you? So, I mean, you know, you have your Bible thumpers and, you know, you have your high rollers that play with snakes, which I've never understood anyway. How the fuck are you gonna find religion by playing with a rattlesnake? I don't know what the fuck that religion is, but it's fucking weird. And then you got your, you know, your Catholics like me that are, well, recovering, excuse me, 
who are just lost souls looking for something to smoke. <laughs> Story of my life. I guess that's why drugs, drugs are a great religious experience. Think about that. Well, I'm about to get out of here. I um, had enough of the Jesus juice for one day. I'm starting to feel like a heathen in heat. Because it is, yeah, it is Fourth of July weekend, so I'd like to see some fucking fireworks going on in my life. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and leave you with this. No, I'm not, I'm too much of a heathen to leave you with, leave you with anything. I fuck that. You guys have a good night. Latoya, the sheriff of truth, win. Recovering Catholic. Your next comedian, I, for some reason I feel like you, I, I want you to be in some sort of coven or something. Like some Wiccan coven. Like I, see, like I have like visions of you like doing cool things with like candles and herbs and shit, right? Like cool sex candles or something. Like, right, you light them and then you're like, oh, now all the sex comes to me or something. I don't know how witchcraft works. I hope I'm not like defaming anybody's religion tonight. I'm like, sorry. <laughs> no idea what I'm talking about. Your next comedian, she's gonna make you laugh so hard. Everybody clap wildly for Evelyn Erie Diamond. I do have some nice scented candles. I don't know if that's very nice. I got them at the Walgreens. They were on sale. I, uh, <laughs> hi guys, how's everybody doing? Good? Yeah, good to hear, good to hear. Totally ran down some time just now, yeah. Just so you know, that's all comedians are doing when they do that, they're not. Let's give it up for Pam. <laughs> Woo! All right, running down some more time. Everybody having a good time? Yeah, all right, good, good. Who likes porno movies? All right. I don't like them. I'm sorry. No, I don't like them. I don't like them because they're very predictable. Have you guys noticed this? Yeah. Uh, I just would once, right? Just once I would love to see like a great twist ending. That's all I'm asking for. You know what I mean? This is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking, uh, I'm thinking M. Night Shyamalan directs a porno. Okay, this is what I envision. This is what I envision. Ah. Oh. That was great. Oh my God, he's been dead the whole time. No wonder he was so stiff. See, I'm playing to this side of the room because you guys are, you guys need to loosen up a little bit. You need to loosen up just a little bit. Just a little bit. Hey, so what's up with white people, right? Yeah, you know what, you guys, I, uh, I stole that joke, I'm sorry. I, that is not my joke. I am really embarrassed right now. Uh, let's just move on. Uh, so uh, I went to Catholic school when I was a kid, uh, which is good, I guess you don't go to Catholic school when you're an adult, but, uh, well, maybe, you know. Uh, <laughs> if those skirts turn you on, I'm sorry. I don't know, it just happened. Uh, so, <laughs> No, I went, and you know what, and I was always too scared to ask anything. The nun, I had all these questions, couldn't ask anybody, because I was terrified of the nuns, you know? So what I used to do is I would go home, and I would ask my uncle, who was always drunk, 
because they will give you whatever answers you need, okay? One time I went to him, I said, Uncle Richard, uh, we were talking about the Ten Commandments in school, and uh, what is it to covet your neighbor's wife? What is that? What is, what is that? And he said, he said this, this was exactly what he said. Okay. Okay, you're a little girl, so I'm going to put in terms you're going to understand, okay? That's when you like your neighbor's mommy more than your mommy, okay? Yeah, because maybe she, like, is a better cook, or she's not as bitchy. By the way, your aunt's kind of a bitch, just so you know that. Yeah, that's what he said. Which was awesome. I totally understood what he was saying. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, I love it. Yeah, I get it now. Uh, I went to him one time, and I, I asked him, uh, is, Santa, is Santa Claus real? You know? No one would tell me. Is Santa Claus real? And this is what he said to me. He said, he said, okay, okay. Yes, there is a Santa Claus. He's a cool dude. Gives all the toys to girls and boys. I met him once. Really nice. <laughs> but here's the thing. Your parents give you your toys now. Because that Santa Claus, he got old and he died. <laughs> also, your aunt's kind of a bitch. <laughs> but I was so glad he was honest with me because I was like, dude, I have been getting clues. You know what I mean? I was starting to catch on that my aunt was a bitch. So, <laughs> yeah, I was just, I knew it. Uh, okay, I want to, okay. This really happened to me, you guys. I want to, um, I did that whole Ancestry.com thing, that, that uh, DNA crap they do, right? That whole thing found out what my heritage was. I found out that I am 30% French, I'm 20% Irish, and I am 50%, yeah, good, right, Irish? Uh, I'm 50%, wow, my mom's a fucking liar. Yeah. Yeah, I found out that the guy that I thought was my dad was not my dad. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, totally different. Now I know how Jesus feels. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just a shock, right? Thing is, uh, I didn't find out my dad was God. I found out my dad was an ex-biker that lives in Texas. So, yeah. Yeah. On the upside, I can prove my dad's my dad, you know. <laughs> Unlike Jesus. So, it's, uh, I don't know. I, my mom, I swear. My, let's tell you guys a story about my mom, okay? When I was 10, uh, I was at school, and I made this, like, paper mache panda bear, like, about, like, that big, right? okay? And I gave it to my mom. My mom was like, oh, my God, I love this. Thank you. And it sat in the living room, okay? And then, like, about four years later, I uh, saw it in the trash can. Yeah, terrible. So I did what any of you guys would have done, and I hung it by its neck in her shower. Yeah, and then I uh, put a little suicide note right on its chest. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, and then when I got home from school, uh, the panda was back in the trash, and the suicide note was taped to my bedroom door. Uh, she corrected it, actually. Mostly like the grammar, because I guess hopelesser isn't a word. What? I, not for sure. Uh, she made it rhyme, which completely changed the tone of the whole note, but whatever. Uh, and then she wrote some nice stuff about herself at the end. 
And here's the thing. I'm not exactly sure what kind of relationship her and Mr. Panda had, but we'll never know, will we? Because we can't ask him. Okay. So I'm pretty sure I'm a werewolf. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. This is how I know uh, uh, every time I go out drinking, there's a point in the night where I black out. Right? And then when I wake up, I don't know where I am or how I got there. So, right? Makes sense. I know what you guys are thinking. You're thinking, hey, Yuri, it only happens when you drink. Maybe you're not a werewolf. Maybe you're the Hulk. Yes. <laughs> no, I totally thought about this, but the Hulk always wakes up with pants on, so mm-mm. <laughs> that can't be, that's not it, you know? I was thinking to myself, what if his junk doesn't get big when he gets big? You know what I mean? And I'm specifically, right? Like, what if, what, I'm sure he knows, I'm sure he's like, oh, Hulk mad, Hulk smash. Oh, Hulk pee. <laughs> oh, Hulk's sad. Like, right? And then just whew, goes right back down to. <laughs> you guys are awesome. Um, you know what, you guys? I feel really close to you now, mostly because it's a really tiny room. And <laughs> I want to, I'm going to share with you guys my favorite inspirational quote, okay? Uh, Okay, uh, I got this from a poster in my second grade class. It was like a little poster, and it had a cartoon kitty hanging off a little cartoon branch. And underneath it, it said, hang in there, kitty, anonymous. And this is something I tell myself a couple times a week, you know, just to, just to keep going, you know what I mean? But I want you to know something. If I see one of you guys out there in the world and you're, you look like you're struggling, you're having a hard time, you know what I mean? And you see me across the room, and I do this. <laughs> that means hang in there, kitty, okay? You hang in there. I'm Mary Diamond, thank you very much. everyone yay yay and then yay um knock knock jesus did that guy exist or what i know i'm so glad we're all on the same page jesus who i don't i don't know crazy stuff uh i'm gonna tell them i'm gonna close the door so that we don't have to listen to whatever they're talking about out there because your next comic is gonna make you laugh so hard you guys ready He's all the way, it's you. <laughs> I'm so glad that you went, yeah, because I'm like, oh good, he knows it's him. <laughs> or he's just cheering really loudly for somebody else. Uh, you guys are in for a treat right now. Uh, clap your hands wildly for Warhol Kaufman! Not one of you miserable creatures in this godforsaken world could stop Bob Ross from painting motherfucking landscapes. <laughs> that nigga was a landscape painting fool. <laughs> if I drink enough, will God return? 
and guide me to sleep forever. Um, I, was, I, was, I was trying to reflect on, because um, I don't want to be buried. I want to be cremated. And someone asked me, well, what should happen to your ashes? And at first I just went cold. As I thought about it, I don't care. Um, but I decided they should go to my family's farm in Massachusetts unless I ever make it to one of my fucking islands that I'm from. Um, this is my Kickstarter. So, <laughs> okay. Uh, I was a I was an altar boy. Yeah, everything you've heard is true. We ring the bells. We light the candles. It's true. Um, never fucked a priest. Um, you know, the, uh, apparently the theater director of my high school was fucking kids, but, uh, <laughs> hands off the talent. Uh, I think, I think he liked the singers. That's my hunch. They got special attention. I just did the dramas. Yeah. Oh shit! So, um, so I went to a Catholic school, which meant uh, that in when I was in high school, the word "fuck" and the word "rape" were synonyms. That's all boys' school. Super fun stuff. Um, yeah, and then apparently I found it later. Everyone was fucking each other. I didn't know. I didn't know they didn't invite me to all the fuck parties. I know it was a boarding school. They had the donut and everything, the whole thing. The cracker, you know about it. Yeah. Um, I did have a weird thing happen to me in a sacristy one time, which uh, I, I, was, I was an altar boy, and um, one of the girls that I had a huge crush on, her name was Ashlyn Curtis. She modeled briefly in Italy. Oh, yeah. Um, I know. We had the same birthday, and I had a huge crush on her. And then one day in church, like right before church, her father just like divulged that she had been talking about me. And it really, like, I was like, I'm so confused. What do I do with this information? He's like, oh, I, nice to meet you. Ashlyn talks about you all the time. And I was like, I don't, I want to rub her shins. I don't know what. <laughs> What are the steps? We used to drink the wine in the back, but not like other people would drink it, but I would never get real serious. Like I would just, you know, just like a little, a little taste. Oh, that's nice stuff. And the real bad, the bad boys, the bad altar boys, like the bad boys, they would put out the fire with their finger. They would put it out with their finger, like the dangerous altar boys. I know. Oh, man, in those frocks, in those sexy, I should have worn her. Should have brought it back. Um, I found out later that my stepdad was supposed to be a priest. He was on track to be a priest, and then he left and uh, started drinking and fucking his way to my mom. And so they changed it up. Um, my mother raised me Catholic, and then she told me, I love that you guys are laughing because there have been no punchlines at all <laughs> this entire set. Um, she raised me, I'm working on something new. She raised me to, to, to be surrounded by God stuff, and then she told me when I was 18 that she didn't even believe in God, and it really 
just like haunted me <laughs> deeply. So you ever go in the BART and see those signs for uh, the, the suicide signs on the train? The suicide signs, the signs for suicide. They adver- they advertise suicide on the BART train because, you know, it needs more press. Um, I, you know, whoever designed those signs obviously has never been depressed. Jesus, welcome. How are you doing? Don't be sorry. That's, that's the theme of the show. I was just catching you up. <laughs> Fucking ad-libs, am I right? Oh, Jesus. Okay, so um, anyway, I was talking about, I don't know, I was molested or something. I forget. So what, was I, what the fuck was I talking about? Oh, this so, yeah, whoever designs the sign has obviously never been depressed. Like, can we get a fucking flower on this motherfucker? Like, can we, get, can we get a splash of color, please? But they, they moved them because they used to be, you know, if I'm on the platform, they used to be across, but then they moved them to the side now, which I think is good because w- whenever I'm, like, considering the darkness, I'm always, like, staring, waiting for that light, you know? But then I realized something is that I, like, I could, I could never kill myself jumping in front of a train that came from the right. And I was trying to figure out why. I think maybe it's because I don't read Arabic. I don't know. I saw, I saw my ex-wife um, recently, which reconfirmed what I already knew, which is I would rather join ISIS than be platonic friends with her. <laughs> like, like you will sooner see me strapping a bomb on my chest than going on a double date with my ex-wife. <laughs> like, I might end up chopping someone's head off on YouTube, but I am not going to her wedding is what I'm saying. <laughs> Not going to happen. Um, does anyone know the over-under on the apocalypse? No? Anyone taking, yeah, taking, taking bids on the nuclear holocaust? Anyone know? What's the VIG? What's the VIG on Armageddon? I want to buy in. I'm not selling out. I'm buying in. I want to buy stock in our mutual assured destruction. Um, you guys know about domino theory? Yeah, you know about it. You know, you know, you know all the jokes beforehand. Um, domino theory is great. Speaking of mutually assured destruction, uh, domino, domino, I call it dominoes theory because I have a metaphor I made to make it simpler to understand if it's complicated. So I'm at home and I'm eating pizza, and then I look through the window. This is all mythical. I'm homeless, but I'm looking through the window, and across the street, my neighbors are having hamburgers, and I'm like, oh no, they can't have hamburgers. I like pizza. So then I go kick in their door and I force them all to eat pizza and then I murder some of them and like kill a couple of kids. Good joke. That's Domino's theory. <laughs> That's how that works. Um, you know, I really appreciate, I appreciate this fragile existence. I was realizing uh, recently, like I could die any moment or... I could live another 50, 60 years, and both options sound horrifying. <laughs> both options. 
It's times like that that I like to reflect on the Bible. One story in particular, you may have heard it. Um, it was about a fellow who was living in a town and he received a visitor. An angel came to visit him. And the angel came through his town and as the angel's walking, all these people kind of started following the angel like, oh, who is this? Hey, anybody ever fucked this guy? You ever fucked this guy? I never fucked him before. You guys, let's fuck this. This dude is pretty as fuck. Let's start fucking this. Oh, and it's turned into a mob. This, is, this isn't my story. This is a Bible story. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of rape is what it is. So then they start following the guy, but the guy goes to, to Lot's house. Lot is a faithful servant of, of the Lord. And Lot is like, oh, come on in, stranger. Welcome to my house. Anything is yours. But there's a crowd gathered outside now, and they're screaming. They're like, oh, give us a stranger. We want to make love to this man. We've never raped this man before. And Lot is a reasonable dude, so he's like, whoa, chill out. Why don't you go have sex with my daughters? Just rape them up real good. And then they're like, no, 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 no. Your daughters, we could fuck your daughters whenever. It's not an issue. But we got... So I was thinking also about another Bible story. And tell me if I'm crazy. <laughs> but, I, you know, Jesus, they, they leave him alone in a tent. They bring him three jugs of water. They go away. They come back. It's wine. I'm thinking he drank the shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's only one process that makes sense for transference. I feel like, I'm just saying Jesus was diabetic. Clap wildly for Warhol Kaufman, everyone. Yes, awesome. New people in here. This is awesome. It's really full. That's exciting. Yay. You're, yay, yay. Your next comedian is really tall. I'm so glad we have such tall ceilings because I don't think, no, it's you. No, it's you, it's you, it's you. Uh, you guys, be ready. I have no idea, he looks like Jesus. I, you look like the savior. I think a lot of people, if you just walked, if you grew your hair out, people would just think you're the savior. They'd want to throw you money or make, follow you as like a religious figure. Right? That's what happens to tall guys. They either start religions or get in the NBA. I'm just, I'm just lying. I'm just, it's terrible stuff. He's, strip men, are there male, are there, there's six foot seven male strippers? Like besides my other cousin? Oh my God. I didn't even know that's like a thing. Uh, well, I guess if they can climb the pole. Uh, hey everybody, clap, clap your hands right now for Paul Conyers, yay! Give it up for Sister Pam, everybody. Let her hear it, huh? I think, I, yeah, I could be like, I, I could be, if if the Christians contact me, I'll, I could be like Jesus 2.0. Like, just an updated marketing, you know, like, keep the, keep the beard a little bit, like kind of a sexy stubble thing, cut the hair, you know, enough of that hippie shit. But I think, I think I could do it. Anyway, what's up, heathens? Thanks for, thanks for hanging out, man. This is cool. Let's, uh... Let's talk about some religion shit, huh? Uh, I guess first thing I'll do is introduce myself. My name is Paul. I was named after a guy from the Bible. Uh, does anyone here have a religious name? Anyone named after a Bible person? What, what's your name? Joshua. Joshua? Oh, that's a biblical name, right? Yeah, okay. I'll take your word for it. Haven't, haven't read it yet. Here, it's a real page turner. Um, 
It's weird being named after something you don't believe in. But what's even more weird is that my parents didn't believe in it either, yet they still named me after one of the characters. I always thought that was strange. That's like if they named me Frodo and never told me about Lord of the Rings. You know, but then I caught it on TNT one night and I'm like, you want to tell me what this shit is all about? But I wanted to find out a little bit more. I was like, you know, I think you should know something about who you're named after, right? So I looked up Paul the Apostle from the Bible, um, found out a couple interesting things. One, he wrote, uh, he wrote that letter to the Corinthians, which you've heard if you've ever been to a wedding for very boring people. You know, it's like, it goes, um, you know, love is patient, love is kind, love drags you to the farmer's market during a playoff game or whatever. I don't... I, I never I never make it all the way through. I, d- I do wonder though, was that letter was that warranted? Did the Corinthians really ask for that? Like, did they did they say to him like, hey Paul, like, can you explain this love shit? Like, we can't make heads or tails of it. And he was like, he was like, yeah, I'd I'd love to tell you. Would you like me to just give you the rundown now? And they're like, no. Why don't you go ahead and put it in a very long, drawn out letter that can later be recited at weddings in order to pacify the bride's very religious grandma? That seems that seems much better. But you know what I also found out about Paul is that uh, he never met Jesus. Never met Jesus, but he did meet Jesus's brother. And I learned that I was like, what? Did you guys know this? How am I just finding out he had a brother? I mean, even I know Beyonce has a sister. Like, how does, how am I just finding out about this? But he did. Jesus had a brother. His name was James Christ. (laughs) James Christ was Jesus's brother. I thought I had an older brother complex. My God, my older brother makes $47 an hour, but he's not the anointed son of God, you know? Imagine just trying to plug into that social circle of, of Jesus, you know? You're the little brother, and you're like, hey, big bro, what's going on? I see you and your friends are eating. Looks like a pretty important supper. Uh, do you, would you mind if I just slid in? And he's like, oh, dude, I'm so sorry, but it's totally full. Yeah, well, I mean, there's nobody sitting on this whole side of the table. I, I could probably just sit. I don't need to be in the painting. I don't give a shit. Don't paint me. Just let me sit on the edge. I just want to spend some time with you. And Jesus is like, look, little brother, don't worry. I'm sure there are going to be more opportunities. And he's like, look, man, I don't, I hate to be that guy, but like, I can't pretend I haven't seen the posters around town. It, it says Last Supper. I feel like there's a finite amount of these things. So... I, I, w- I will say this about uh, the Last Supper painting, though. To me, it always looked like Jesus told everyone to arrive at 6, but the food won't be ready till 9.30, because everyone's like... <laughs> and Jesus is just like, I thought we would just have a nice talk. <laughs> uh, Erie, uh, super funny as always. Give her a hand. That was awesome. Um, I do want to say, though, uh, I did go to Catholic school as an adult, I, yeah, I know, right? Who'd have thought, right? Uh, can't, can't recite a Bible verse, but I did. I, I graduated from a, a liberal arts Catholic university. Um, yeah, which I always thought was kind of, yeah, it was, well, it was, it was a Catholic university in Oakland, right? And, and that's, that's where I graduated from. And I always thought that was kind of ironic, not because I'm not Catholic, but anyone that's been there will tell you, you know, God left Oakland a long time ago. Uh, <laughs> Come on. 
Come on, you guys can't keep a football team. What chance do you have for the Messiah? Come on. Give me a break here. Jeez Louise. Oh. You know, I know that this is liberal San Francisco and that to say anything bad about Obama is like borderline blasphemy, but you have got to admit that guy was hands down the worst antichrist in history. Just awful. You know, did you guys know when he was in office, one out of four Americans thought he was the antichrist set to bring about the end of the world? I mean, come on. Talk about a lame duck president. I mean, geez, what kind of apocalypse is that? You know, like the best eight, eight years, the best this guy could do was like sometimes forget to wear the American pin on his lapel. Like, oh, the devil walks among us. If that's true, if he is the Antichrist, then does that mean that hell and its punishments are really just all the things that Fox News was bitching about while he was in office, right? Like the damned souls walk hell and they're burned by the, the spicy Dijon mustard from his fancy burger. Other than that though, it's, it's, very, it's very chilly down there because as we all know, global warming is a hoax. Try to die with a sweater on, you're gonna need it. <clears throat> okay, a kid, cool. Uh, we're good. I mean, we're in it now. We're too deep. We can't. I can't do my stuff about Blues Clues now, so. We're good? Okay. I'll do one quick one for you. I. I don't like the show Blue's Clues because uh, I think it gives kids a very unrealistic expectation for how fun getting the mail will be. That's just, that's just my opinion. Just my opinion. That's just me. Um, yeah, man, God in, God in politics, right? It's, it's crazy that they're so intertwined these days, but it, but it also, to me, it's shocking just how much, how much hypocrisy it shows, right? Like take, take the, uh, the conservatives and the, their use of the, of the term snowflake, for example, like that term used to be someone that used to define someone that thinks they're special for no reason whatsoever. That's what it's supposed to mean. Now snowflake is anyone that thinks that Hillary Clinton wasn't fingering kids in a pizza place or something, but <laughs> It's supposed to mean that, but that's like their big gripe with liberals, right? Like, oh, you liberals think that you're just a bunch of special little snowflakes. You think you're so special. And then they go to church and then they get told God made you in his own image. You are so special. He numbered the hairs on your head. He has a very special plan for you because you are that special. And between you and me, he thinks the other 7 billion people are dog shit. Okay, don't, don't even worry about them. They're awful. Yeah, that, I, I don't, that's, that's, that schism has always been so crazy to me, but... Um, you know, you're like, why? Because, I mean, what are you supposed to say? Like, wow, God God thinks that much of me that I'm that special? It's like, yeah, his plan is that detailed. You're, he had this plan for you to be a sales associate at T-Mobile and get a DUI in Antioch last July. Like, wow. That detailed, huh? He's like, yep, he thought of everything. 
And you're like, wow, okay. So how come there are like 780 million uh, maliciously malnutrition people in the world, largely due to a huge amount of food scarcity in underdeveloped countries? And that's when they say, well, um, that's because God works in mysterious ways. He's very mysterious sometimes. He works in mysterious ways sometimes. Not when it suits our agenda or fags want to get married. He's crystal clear on that. But no, he took the time. He counted all the hairs on your head. I don't know, guys. Personally, I'd rather he just round up to the nearest thousand and sprinkle some good fertilizer over Sedan. But hey, that's, that's just me. But you know what? Like, it, honestly, no, none of it matters. None of it matters because, as we all know, Jesus is, he's just around the corner. He's, he's on his way back, man. Did you guys know that? 58% of evangelical Christians believe that in their lifetime, Jesus is coming back to earth. 58%. That's almost three out of five. And I'm sorry to, to any evangelicals here. I don't mean to throw fractions at you, but, um, you know, I know... I know that homeschooling can be tough, but to me, like, that, that is so arrogant to really think that for 2,000 years, Jesus is waiting for you specifically. Like, God damn, when the fuck is Kevin going to get here? It's ready to get this reunion tour going. Start the bus. Come on, man. 2,000 years. 2,000 years. Jesus has sat the bench throughout the bubonic plague, two world wars, barely has enough energy to make a cameo on a piece of toast, but then, oh, then you come along, and now he's going to get up and drop that second album? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you know what? I don't think we're ever going to see a second coming of Jesus, and that's because he knows how harshly we judge sequels down here. <laughs> Plain and simple. He's probably up there right now like, ugh, no thanks. Why would I even try with those animals? I'm not going to become the Matrix Reloaded of Organized Religion. Get out of here. Well, guys, I think that's about all I had to say. Uh, but I do just want to quickly say that, or close with, you know, I don't care what, what you are. You could be Christian. You could be Jewish. You could be Muslim. You could be John Travolta getting all the thetans jacked out of you on a masseuse table. I don't, Whatever. I don't really care. Two, two things that I think every person of every creed should do, and that, that'll make you a good person. You know, just stop posting ridiculously unhelpful and unnecessary Facebook Live videos and fucking be nice to each other. That's all I got. Thanks, guys. Keep it going for Paul Conyers, everybody. Yeah. Wow, way to kill it. We have uh, more anti-religion coming your way with your next comedian. Uh, do you want to, well, we can go either way. You guys want to Rosham for it? It's No, no, it's uh, Zach's behind you. I don't know if we should do like, I don't know if we, no, 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 I'm sorry. There's a weird, it's Zach's, I was looking at Zach and his, and his self behind you and his, he's very, he, he's like a prophet on his, oh my God, the glasses made you just look 15 times smarter. That is amazing. How does that work? Like you think someone's a scumbag and they put on a pair of glasses and you're like, oh wow. Are you going to give me your PhD dissertation or what's going to happen up here, everybody? going to be better than a TED talk. I have no idea what's going to happen. He is one of the funniest people I know and I am scared. I'm a little nerve, scared and excited. It's kind of like I feel like I'm getting a little palpitations because you never know what's going to happen uh, with the very funny man, Zach Wiseman. Yeah. 
These are not my glasses. I just found these glasses. They are prescription glasses. I'm just going to see how long I can wear them. Kind of dizzy right now, I'm going to be honest. Can we get in God we trust off the money? Yes. I use money to buy heroin. <laughs> it just seems sacrilegious, you know what I mean? It's fucking, nah, I'm just kidding, I don't care. I don't really care at all. God's an asshole. He's full of shit. People say, like, God doesn't give you anything you can't handle. He wouldn't give you anything you can't handle. Uh, yeah, that's why suicide doesn't exist, right? <laughs> Sometimes God gives you fucking lions. You can't. It's unreasonable. You're <laughs> saying that's not, I don't think that's an accurate saying. People die from stuff they thought they could handle all the time. So, did you guys know? that uh, marriage is consent to let God watch you fuck. Did you know that? <laughs> That's what it's all about. You are united under the, law of the Lord's eyes. Our Heavenly Father is watching down upon you now. So now you can fuck. You don't find it weird that you could not fuck before that? It was like, you can't fuck. God would not like that. He can't watch that. That's why gay marriage got legalized. He's like, I'm tired of this porn. It's getting old. I want to see what those other guys are doing. <laughs> I think it'd be cool if, uh, if Jesus came back and he was just really stoked at all the new drugs we had. <laughs> He's like, dude, we just had my blood and a burning bush. What is this, ketamine? What the fuck is, what does that even mean? Is that Latin? And then he like, he does acid. He just does acid and he's like, oh shit, my dad doesn't exist. <laughs> I like uh, people uh, like to debate about what race Jesus was, uh, but his dad doesn't exist so he's at least half not real, you know what I mean? <laughs> I uh, I think it's funny. I don't I don't pay much attention to religious stuff because it just all sounds silly. You know, what I mean, like uh, Satan apparently was jealous of God's love for the humans, so God cast him out of heaven into a garden with the only two fucking humans. There's just two of them. That's just bad parenting. <laughs> Kids are fighting. You don't lock them in a closet. It's ridiculous. It's just stupid. And then, uh, so Jesus is supposed to come back, and there's supposed to be like a war between heaven and hell. Heaven's going to lose, man. They're like way too picky about who they let in. Like what percentage? Just numbers. Hell's crushing them, you know what I mean? <laughs> and also, how are you supposed to prepare for a battle between fucking heaven and hell in paradise? You're just floating around on clouds like, oh, can't wait for that war, you know? <laughs> Demons are like wading through lava and shit. <laughs> How are you going to beat that? Dude, I stabbed him like 17 times. He didn't seem to give a fuck. <laughs> Can I go back into my own little paradise, God? Oh, fuck, man. I just don't trust him. I don't trust a guy uh, who created the most evil being. known. That's ridiculous, right? He makes mistakes, apparently.
I don't think God exists. <laughs> I don't think that's uh, I don't think that's a real thing. But I'm not certain of it. I would not say no. There's no God. There's no way he exists. I was talking to this uh, astrophysicist, and he said uh, that the the universe is just so massive. It's just this. It's infinite. There's there's no way anything could have created it. And it's like, dude, you can't even flip eggs in a pan. I don't think you understand omnipotence, all right? <laughs> Fucking chill out there, buddy. Do you think if there's a guy who could create all this, if a thing created all this, you think we could catch him so easily? No, I did some math. <laughs> he can't exist. I did the math. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I remember I was a kid. Uh, I was a kid, <clears throat> and I was in a school shooting. This kid I knew, uh, he, uh, he came in with a shotgun and shot this other kid I knew in his, uh, his tummy tum, you know. <laughs> and I say tummy tum because that's the funniest word for belly, and this is kind of a heavy story, right? <laughs> so uh, he, shot, he shot this kid in his tummy tum, uh, and he's laying there bleeding out, you know. And the principal, being the wise, learned man that he was, uh, grabbed a bat and tried to stop him. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the phrase, don't bring a knife to a gunfight. <laughs> also applies to bats. He didn't, he didn't stop a fucking thing. I don't even know what his strategy was. Was he like a good fastball hitter back in the day? I'll just bat all the buckshot back at him. <laughs> what the fuck are you going to try to do? So he's dead, right? He died. <laughs> And then after that whole ordeal, uh, they brought in like uh, grief counselors and shit. And uh, I don't, it's going to sound weird, but I don't think the school shooting fucked me up. I think I was already like this. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice a marked difference in behavior. Uh, <laughs> and we were hiding in this other room, right? We we're hiding in this like external building, right? And, uh, we're like, oh, where's the shooter? Where's the shooter? Ah, right? And then I was like, uh, so we don't have to go back to school, right? We don't. <laughs> Did not get a laugh. No laugh. From, they just said no. They just answered me. Humorless bastards. Uh, but after that, uh, I just asked uh, my mom and a few of her friends. I just uh, I was like, do you ever wonder if uh, God doesn't exist? Right? And then they were all emphatically like, no, I've never thought that. And I understand what they were trying to do, but they just made themselves look like idiots to a 12-year-old. You're like, you never thought of that? How could you not? Someone tells you something you can't see is real, and you're like, okay. Got it. Cool. And yeah, they, they poisoned me. That's, uh, I can't believe shit you say now. I think it's funny there's not an indigenous people on the globe uh, anywhere uh, that doesn't have a creation story some sort, right? Like, people are, humans are just so insecure that nobody are like, ah, we're just here. It's just us. <laughs> like, no, somebody must have made us. Made us like them. Because they love us. So I was doing whippets the other night. <laughs> I was doing whippets out of uh, paper bags because we popped all the balloons. 
which you can do. It works. It's functional. And so we're doing whippets, and I'm I'm uh, breathing in this big old paper bag full of uh, whippets. You know, like a like I'm hyperventilating or whatever. And uh, just before I drift off into crazy thought land, uh, I realize that I live with 12 people, and then I thought I was Jesus for a second. <laughs> I spent all that crazy time in crazy thought land, just like, ah, oh, dang it, I'm Jesus. This is going to suck. <laughs> wonder who it's going to be. It'll be me. I'll Judas myself this time. Hey, motherfuckers. <laughs> I don't want to talk about God anymore. I think God's a chump. <laughs> I don't want to. My biggest problem with rape fantasies is that I'm always stuck playing the rapist. <laughs> I don't want to do that. I don't want, not again, come on. You be the rapist this time, fuck. <laughs> it's ridiculous. That's really, I'm really uncomfortable with that. Whatever happened to like knight in shining armor fantasies? Can, we, can I be a knight? I'd much rather be a knight. You know what I mean? Plus, I'm not built for that. That's not, this is not a rapist body type. You know what I mean? This is like a blackmail rapist body type. Well, I do have some revealing photos of your father, the senator. Uh, you got to be able to parlay that into something, right? <clears throat> so rape, huh? Or as I call it, uh, sex classic. <laughs> yeah, that was a hard thought to think. <laughs> but historically accurate, so, you know, what are you going to do? Do you guys think that when, uh, when the aliens killed the dinosaurs, uh, <laughs> do you think they were just like, do you think they are like a, I just just make it look like an accident. <laughs> hmm. I was talking to this guy one time. Uh, he was in the he was in the military, and he's telling me a story about uh, they were in Sudan, and there's a, a black guy, American troop, and he was like, "Yeah, look, uh, we're all it's all black people now," and they're making fun of the officer. Yeah, hey, white man is. That's funny. That's really funny, right? Uh, but then the Sudanese guys were like, uh, "No, you're American. You're not. You're not one of us." And I was like, "Holy shit, that's rough." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he went back to Africa, and Africa was like, uh, "No, we said all sales are final." <laughs> <clears throat> I hate when I think those things. I'm like, ah, gotta say it. Fuck. It's stress. It's hard to do the funny thing. It's really hard to always do. You're like, that's funny. Like, oh, she's like. Sometimes you gotta smack food out of someone's hand who's really hungry, because that's the funniest thing to do. No. It absolutely is. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! God damn it! If you had food right now, I'd smack it out of your hand. God damn it! We're all. Give me some food. I want this kid to smack food out of me. 
We're all evil, you guys. It's it, it's in everybody. You can't like you can say it's not in you, but it's in you. You know, what I mean, all those bad things are inside you too. So don't be so judgmental. He's crazy. No, the kid's fine. Do not stop child hecklers. <laughs> it's, the, it's the absolute only 100% win you can get out of heckling, is if it's a kid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just like, you just don't know you're evil or there's evil inside you. Uh, only if you just like don't try to look inside yourself, which you shouldn't. It's not. It's not good. It's not fun. Just don't like. If something makes you mad, just accept that that makes you mad. Don't look into it at all. You know what I mean? Because once you start like going back into into how you work, you know what I mean? You're like st- it's like going through the factory. You know, and you're like, oh shit, these are all like saws and shit. What the fuck? You mean you mean everything I do is manipulation? Fuck. Cuz it is. Everything you do is manipulation. And then you just have to realize that in every action you do for the rest of your life. It's not don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking there's probably a new movie coming out. It's cool. 3D movies? Fucking do something. Work work more. <laughs> do fucking anything this kid's my favorite so uh my dad got hit by a car uh and died like three times on separate occasions <laughs> uh and he assured me that when you're dead you're dead <laughs> They run back. Jesus saved my dad. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, now you know. <laughs> Do you believe in Jesus, kid? What? What's your name? James. Hi, James. I'm Zach. Hi, Do you believe in Jesus? What? Do you believe in Jesus? What's your favorite part about Jesus? Uh, he can be saving people. <laughs> 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 who's 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 cooler, uh, Jesus or Batman? What? Who's cooler, Jesus or Batman? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Praise be unto him. All things are possible through the bat. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your favorite superhero, kid? I'm sorry, James. Batman and Spider-Man. <laughs> 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 All right, settle down. Silver <laughs> Surfer. <laughs> 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 okay, is is Batman cool? Or I mean, is uh, Spider-Man cooler than Jesus? Is Spider-Man cooler than Jesus? Yeah. Okay. Of course, they're so they're super. They're both superheroes, and they save Jesus too. Oh, I am 
only because Jesus saved their soul. Okay, what what superheroes uh, is Jesus cooler than? Can you name one? Do you have one? Aquaman is Jesus cooler than Aquaman? Maybe Jesus is Aquaman, though. He could walk on water. You don't know. Loaves to fishes? How about Ghost Man? What? Ghost Rider? Ghost Man. No, he's saying Ghost Man, all right? We're trying to correct him. Arrogant. Uh, I don't even know what I'm doing anymore. It's so fun. Uh, okay. I'm going to ignore that kid now. I think it's funny. Uh, like, the, the amount of shit people do for God is amazing. Like, I think it definitely served a purpose because nobody would build the insane shit they built if it was for Tom. You know what I mean? I've been working on this cathedral 70 years. For, yeah, my buddy, my fucking idiot friend Tom. He, he likes it. <laughs> he, had, he, had to, uh, he had to pretend that there was something bigger. Yeah, I mean, like the pyramids. They definitely built the pyramids not for themselves, you know? It's just a pile of rocks. They're like a huge pile. See? So children pile rocks is a pyramid. You give a kid a rock, so you can make you a pyramid, you know? Come on now. Come on, Jesus. Let me get to it, James. <laughs> it's just stupid. Like, have you seen the buildings we have now? They go straight up and down, perpendicular to the fucking earth. You go up to a base of a pyramid, like the top's like over there. It's fucking, that's dumb. Did you know that if you jump off a pyramid, you can't even kill yourself? <laughs> that's bullshit. You just topple down the side like a meat slinky. It's ridiculous. I am not impressed by non-lethal buildings, you know? I like a little edge to my building, you know? Factory, that's okay. Nets around it, I don't care anymore. You fucking, you took all the magic out of it. Yeah, Zach, but the pyramids, they're like, like 20,000 years old. Yeah, they're like 20,000 years old, dude. That's because they're made out of rocks. It's fucking, those rocks would have been there. For the, that's all rocks do, is stay there for a long fucking forever. Has anybody in here ever seen a new rock? And I, I, you only see new rocks? Do you live inside a volcano? <laughs> no, you haven't. Where? I have seen rocks. No. Where? I've seen rocks. Where? Tell me where. At when I was camping. Where were you camping? Uh, summer. I, I mean, I was going hiking and I saw a giant rock. There's no rocks hiking. I've been hiking. There's no rocks. Not 
Because there's no rocks. There's nothing to tumble down. Yeah, there's no rocks. Rocks actually don't exist. I'm just making that up for this joke. That's not true. Rocks aren't real, guys. Come on. Let's just be straight with this kid. There's no rocks. It was a fun joke we had, but let's not lie to children. That's not... Santa Claus isn't real. Rocks don't exist. Sorry. Oh, that was the most fun I've ever had. Uh, lying to children is the best form of lying. That's. Are you are you his mom? Are you his mom? Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. There's no lying to children. Oh fuck! That's I, I'm burnt. <laughs> That's fucking great. I uh, I have a little cousin. Well, I guess she's an adult now. That is, I am. But when we were kids, uh, me and my brother, uh, we'd spend hours convincing her that we were aliens and that we we're gonna eat her. Uh, and <laughs> right, it would take it would take a long time, right? And then we convince her that we we're aliens. Thoroughly convince her. And then we'd spend hours convincing her that we weren't. <laughs> Just so that later we could reconvince her that we're aliens. Yeah. I think she's autistic. I don't. <laughs> I have an autistic cousin. Fuck you. <laughs> Jesus, rude. <laughs> you don't know my cousin. Very nice autist lady. You guys like, uh, you guys like animal impressions? Okay, I'll do them, yeah. Okay, if you think you know the animal, guess. It's more fun if you guess. Uh, don't live your whole lives as fucking cowards and just say the name of the animal if you think you know it. Thank you. Thank you. We got sheep. Yeah, good. Yeah, These are good. It's good. All right, here we go. That's a, that's a wolf. It's a wolf. It's a wolf, guys. <clears throat> all right, all right. I'll uh, do a new one. That's a wolf. So <laughs> it's, it's a different kind of wolf. Those wolves don't even know each other. It's totally different wolves. All right, I'll do another one. 
Coyote. <laughs> Cousin of the wolf, matter of fact. Same genus and phylum. Okay, here's a character I invented. Here's a character I invented. Um, this character uh, is called uh, Louis Cicada. I have uh, I have two daughters. I have uh, I have two daughters, and uh, my daughters are a faggot. <laughs> my daughters uh, they're not gay, uh, but cumulatively together, my daughters are a faggot. They're a faggot. It's a bug joke. <laughs> Anybody poor in here? You guys poor? Any of you guys ever uh, shower with dish soap? Yeah. Like Dr. Bromers? I don't know what kind of dish soap you have. <laughs> I mean, any dish soap. One love all. It works everywhere. Oh, what is it labeled? One love all. You get that at the porn shop? <laughs> Sounds like a specific soap. You ever, you ever take a shower with dish soap? And you uh, go out to drink on a corner later, and then uh, some chick's like, you smell nice. And you're stupid enough to tell her it's because you fucking shower with dish soap? <laughs> Jesus. Oh, yeah. Citrus palm olive. <laughs> you want to come back to my dumpster alcove? Don't worry. It's a furniture store. There's cushions and shit. Oh, yeah. I'm a piece of shit. I uh, was homeless when I lived here uh, before I lived in Vegas. Uh, you guys might actually recognize the address. It's, uh, it's 1992 uh, Chevy Lumina. You guys familiar with that residence? Yeah, that was me. I don't live there anymore because I, uh, I got drunk and I crashed my house. That's <laughs> uh, how pathetic I am. I got so drunk I crashed my home. I I'm leaving! <laughs> The hilarious and amazing Zach Wiseman. Uh, we have one last comedian for you tonight. He's uh, a wonderful young man. He's the host of Old Soul Radio on Sundays from 10 to midnight. Uh, he's also the exact age of my first abortion, and my ex-husband was black, so I like to pretend that he's the soul of my reincarnated abortion every time he performs. I love him so much, like a son. Everybody, Mike Evans Jr. Um, all right, when I say Jesus, you say what's black. Jesus? What's black? Jesus? What's black? Thank you. Just, just clarifying, just real quick. <laughs> Shout out to Zach, the only white person to make white people more uncomfortable than me. That is, <laughs> that is incredible. It's fucking amazing, man. I live in a, uh, a very white neighborhood now. I moved into the hate with, uh, <laughs> my friends are laughing. If you've been to Coal Valley, it's like get out, but in real life, of course you do. Of course you fucking do. Not surprised, you're who I'm scared of. I'm kidding. No, I'm not. I'm not scared of you. You're scared of me. Namaste, motherfucker. Namaste, motherfucker. Those go in the same sentence. Is that, is that, how, is that how that works? Oh, man. 
white church is hilarious man you guys touch kids and shit like there's a lot of like i'm just saying what we all have our own things a couple this guy <laughs> looks so uncomfortable how did he know we only invite filipinos <laughs> to white church nah um now black church is more fun there's a dollar on the floor i'm gonna get that comedy getting paid getting paid um right i can eat tonight now fuck now but black church is hella fun it's just super lit it's like a nightclub but like in the daytime everybody's clapping and shit i don't know if you've ever seen a medea's movie no anybody pretty much black church just to a t to nail it perfectly you know what i'm saying right yeah right when you take communion it's not even wine Right? When you have communion, it's not even wine, it's like Hennessy. You just take shots at Hennessy. Right? Jesus Christ had dreads, just like you. Just like you. He, he really did. Um, I don't know. God is a, it's a weird thing. I don't think that people really know if he really exists. I really hope he's like the, the crazy guy we all think is wrong. Like the guy downtown, like, God is my toe! It's my fucking toe! And then... <laughs> We all die one day and it's really the toe. I really hope, I really hope that's what it is. I don't know, that's just, you know, cause I've, I've sinned a lot at this point. I feel like, I'm like, we're all destined to go to hell. We're in San Francisco, you know what I mean? We're tolerant of too many things to think that we're all gonna go to a nice place, right? I don't know, we're all in America too, which means all our lives are just, per we're in a fucking comedy club right now. People are dying right now. <laughs> <laughs> Nope, not Americans, not at all. Jesus played a funny ass joke November 11th. <laughs> November, was it the 11th? November 9th, yeah, when Trump got elected, that was hilarious. Everybody's beliefs just like, oof. Just like, what happened? Like right now to my set, you're all uncomfortable. It's got too real and <laughs> way too soon. Um, I don't know, if Jesus comes back, I don't think he's gonna go to church. I don't know, everybody has that idea that he's gonna come back to church and be like hey let's get fucking popping like that's not like he invented weed and football and shit why would church be the way the first place he would go it's very boring later zach everybody give it up for zach one more time everybody yeah. that was good more pessimistic than me more pessimistic than i am um i use tinder in church it's not a thing you know, it's fun. Yeah, it keeps the time going. You know, when the when the preacher guy's going for too long, you're like, all right, speed this up, man. I got, I got to get laid after this. Got to try. My mom always judged me though. She was like, how could you judge people like that, like in God's home? How could you scroll past people's lives? And I'm like, that's what he's doing when he accepts who gets into heaven and hell, right? He's like, oh no, not you, no. Oh you, of course, a super like you're getting in here, right? I'm just saying there's no ugly people in heaven. Wouldn't you be upset if you worked this hard and you see like your ex-girlfriend from like 07, you're like, ah, fucking Chelsea, right? You have an ex-girlfriend named Chelsea, I assume, cause you're, you know, you have a Sharks. You watch hockey. I'm just picking on white people tonight, I'm sorry. I'll, uh, I'll stop. You guys are having a rough day. Rush is coming back and shit. There's a lot of, a lot of things going on in the world. Which, uh, which makes me do, you know, I don't know. The God thing is kind of weird now with Trump as president because, I mean, the apocalypse, once he won, the apocalypse didn't seem too far off now. We're like, oh, 
Shit. Yeah, I guess so. Like, our kids definitely won't see a nice adulthood. It's not even jokes at this point. I'm just telling you guys how I feel. Yeah, so my, uh, I'm dating this girl. She, she lives in Japan right now. She's not religious. I have to tell my mom that somehow. So my mom is pretty much like a priest, which is very scary for a comedian. If you, could under, if you can even guess how that would be. But uh, basically, I sent my first dick pic today, like as a human being, and it was very rough. Thanks, yeah, give it up, give it up. <laughs> Might just show you all, no. Um, it was tough, because it was my first one, so I felt like I had to prepare, you know? I, I just beat off a lot, then I felt bad, because I wasn't beating off to my girlfriend, I was beating off to like someone else, and I felt like she knew, like she would look at my dick, and be, you know what I'm saying? You've, you've done this before. <laughs> I don't know, because I got nervous and then I started to get more soft. And you can't send a girl a soft dick pic and think things are gonna be okay for you, right? I had an angle, I sprinkled some water on it, right? Some glitter, right? Some glitter from pride left over. I'm just like, oh, just some dick glitter laying around, might as well add some paprika. <laughs> yeah. Very vulgar, man. But everything is now. I don't know. We have a president that literally said grab her by the pussy and still won. So you can say fucking anything. I don't know. I think it's appropriate that we have a God show, right? Because one day this is going to have to happen in real life. Once Trump gets killed and like we have Mike Pence as our president. Ooh, he just said that. Yeah. Once that happens, we're going to have to really challenge what God really is. Because he's going to come up and be like, all right, every person of color has to leave. Yeah. That's awful. That sounds like, that sounds worse than what I said. Yeah. That's like not existence. Are, are you the mother of the kid that was talking earlier? Is that, no? Okay, for sure. I was like, this is a great, the auntie. That's awesome. You both talk at comedy shows. That's all. You're training him, training him early. No, it's, it's good. It's good. I appreciate it because I didn't write jokes tonight. Um, so where are you from? What do you do? How do you exist? I'm from here. Oh, San Francisco. I make art. Cool. And I exist by Awesome. All right. So if Jesus was um, a woman, what do you think his, her, her name would be? Angel. Angel. Wow. What, about, what about you? Uh, Henrietta. Henrietta. Yeah. It's like to bring back the PSA that Jesus was black and Henrietta <laughs> and Angel were not black names. I'm just saying. Let's try this again. Tyrone, Shaquita, Equipto. Let's just throw names out there that could make Jesus. <laughs> Loretta? Yeah. No. Yeah, no, Loretta. That would work. That would, that would really work. Raise your hand if you're Christian in here. Raise your hand. I'm not gonna make. I'm not gonna make fun of you for too long. Cool. Damn. Catholic Christian. Same thing, right? You pray to a statue, <laughs> right? Every year on the 25th, you <laughs> masturbate to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I masturbated on Christmas, too, in my grandma's house. She uh, she didn't see it, you know. Spark sparkles came out. I felt like it was really magical. Right? I don't know. I'm just saying God seems has to be magical. He doesn't have to fuck to get someone pregnant. That's incredible, right? 
It's amazing. You can just think it, you just look at somebody, be like, Mary, get this dick. And then. <laughs> and then it's there. You have a kid that literally walks on water. That's fucking crazy. He walks on water, but doesn't stop racism from existing. Uh, I'm just saying, man. Slavery makes me not think God was real. I'm just, just saying, there's a lot of things we had to go through. But, uh, damn, it keeps getting dark in here, man. Fuck. You guys are learning a lot about me right now. <laughs> nah, but my grandma is super heavy in the church. Right now she's in retirement at home because of my porn addiction. Um, I feel like I can tell you this because we've talked so much tonight. Um, basically, when I first started watching porn, my grandma had Xfinity. And in Xfinity, you have on-demand. And she didn't know how to read the bill, so I was just buying so much porn. Just like the most softcore porn, like not even good porn, just like really bad, interracial, kind of borderline problematic porn, you know? And, uh, and she would complain about it on holidays. She'd be like, Comcast is scamming me. Xfinity is just ruining my life. And my parents got tired of hearing that shit, so they just put her in a retirement home. They were just like, let's... Yeah, they just wheeled her out, just like that guy who just left. Um, bad joke, terrible, way too soon. Nah, but she's, uh, it's not that bad though, guys. She's in a retirement home, but uh, she's the only one who can walk, so she's just bullying people. It's great. She's slapping the shit out of people all the time. It's fucked up because it stresses my parents out because she keeps having to move retirement homes. It's exactly a true story. Um, but she keeps slapping the shit out of people. I don't know. She, she has dementia too, so she forgets. She beats the shit out of old people. <laughs> Probably some of your parents in this room. And then she forgets. It's the best. It's the best. I just hope it's how I am when I'm old. You know? I don't know. I feel like God is also karma too in a lot of ways. I feel like every time I do something bad, like when I litter or something... I just don't get like matches on Tinder for like a week. <laughs> you know? I don't know. I feel like one day Dave Chappelle's gonna realize I'm his son. <laughs> but this whole life I'm living now is just God being like, fuck you, Mike, fuck you. You're gonna get friend zoned for half your life and then fuck a girl who moves to Japan. <laughs> I know, I know it wasn't, it wasn't a joke. All right, hmm, I think of something else to say. Jesus, Buddha would be a cool guy if he was real too. I think that'd be tight, just a fat Asian dude, right? I mean, they have the most, they have the highest probability of being, being right. People in China, because there's more people in China than there is in any other place in the world, so by, by majority, God is a fat Asian dude. Yeah, right? China has a lot of people. Like a shit, they have beautiful women. I'm just gonna say that right now. Like Chinese, Chinese pussy is so good that they have a population problem. You ever thought about that? They can't, they can't stop fucking at all. They can't. I want a God who wants me to just fuck until you have a population problem, until there's fucking just poison in the air and shit. That'd be great. That's what I want. All right. Well, <laughs> that's my time.
My name is Mike Evans, y'all. I'll be sweating outside. Fantastics Comedy Clubhouse. If we can pull the chairs forward and make a clear path to the bathroom, that would be really helpful for our uh, differently abled friends. And thank you guys all for coming out tonight. Tell your friends if you had a good time. The next show we're going to have next Friday is Super Stoners with Live Bass. There's going to be a live bass player on stage, and we're going to be like celebrating sort of Mitch Hedberg and the style that he had. Uh, with yeah, so it's next week is Super Stoners with live bass accompaniment from uh, Guinevere Q of the Wyatt Act. So uh, clap one more time for all the comedians you saw tonight. Yay! Thanks so much for being here. Thanks so much for donating to Mutiny Radio. Uh, we'll see you guys soon. Good night. Yay!
sun to set again with irreverent bow, who rival the moon with gravitational force, who leave rooms feeling empty and earthquake struck, who don't give a fuck, who make, who do, who dream out loud and laugh like maniacs, who draw shock and awe on faces graced with watching, who create from the soul of an orgasm, who swagger even alone in the shower, who fight with passion and love with passion and are passion, who catapult over cliffs in the name of revolution, who would rather die than fall in line to conform, who constantly challenge the norm, who greet each and every day as if just born. I say to you, I know your greatness the way a suicide jumper knows weightless just before the impact, and in fact, I know it best when I say to you, I love you. The Night Space brings you High Time Storytime every Wednesday night from 10 to midnight on Mutiny Radio. Listen to San Francisco's finest underground comedians read crazy stories written by me, Arden, on The Night Space. The Night Space featuring High Time Storytime every Wednesday night from 10 to midnight on Mutiny Radio. High Time Storytime Volume 1 now available on Amazon.com for Kindle and electronic download. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District where you can laugh off your tushy for near fun. $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. Yes. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. Well, hey there, 
San Francisco. If you're looking for some delicious late-night food, I suggest you mosey on down to Bender's Bar. Inside, you can find Counter Offer, offering you amazing late-night food and snacks. Try the chicken biscuit. It's like your stomach's in a tasty tornado. They have exceptionally great daily ground sustainable burgers with sides of tater tots, grilled asparagus, and delicious zucchini, and creamy delicious mac and cheese. You like tacos? Thank you! For those who have an insatiable appetite for all things in life, who scream at nothing and everything at the same time, who dance till sunup, who cause the sun to set again with a reverent bow, who... gonna come up with next? Go to the counter offer inside of Blender's Bar at 800 South Van Ness Avenue, San Francisco. It's located between 19th Street and 20th Street in the Mission District. Open seven nights a week from 5... For those who have an insatiable appetite for all things in life, who scream at nothing and everything at the same time, who dance till sunup, who cause the sun to set again with irreverent bow, who rival the moon with gravitational force, who leave rooms feeling empty and earthquake struck, who don't give a fuck, who make, who do, who dream out loud and laugh like maniacs, who draw shock and awe on faces graced with watching, who create from the soul of an orgasm, who swagger even alone in the shower, who fight with passion, and love with passion, and our passion. Who catapult over cliffs in the name of revolution, who would rather die than fall in line to conform. Who constantly challenge the norm, who greet each and every day as if just born. I say to you, I know your greatness, the way a suicide jumper knows weightless just before the impact, and in fact, I know it best when I say to you, I love you. The Night Space brings you High Time Storytime every Wednesday night from 10 to midnight on Mutiny Radio. Listen to San Francisco's finest underground comedians read crazy stories written by me, Arden, on The Night Space. The Night Space featuring High Time Storytime every Wednesday night from 10 to midnight on Mutiny Radio. High Time Storytime Volume 1 now available on Amazon.com for Kindle and electronic download. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and beyond's underground.
Underground Comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastics deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. Yes. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. You mosey on down to Bender's Bar. Inside, you can find counter offer, offering you amazing late night food and snacks. Try the chicken biscuit. It's like your stomach's in a tasty tornado. They have exceptionally great daily ground sustainable burgers with sides of tater tots, grilled asparagus, and delicious zucchini and creamy delicious mac and cheese. You like tacos? They get them. Specials, very deep fried fish sandwich to a stoner burger with a donut bun. What are those crazy potheads gonna come up with next? Go to the counter offer inside of Blender's Bar at 800 South Van Ness Avenue, San Francisco. It's located between 19th Street and 20th Street in the Mission District. Open seven nights a week from 5 to 10 p.m. or later. Tell me what you think about your situation, complication, aggravation. Is it getting to you? Then tune in live every Sunday from 12 to 2 p.m. to the Edge of Insanity with myself, Paul Brumbaugh, Kit Marie, Brandon Ray, and Mistress Christine. All on Mutiny Radio. That's right, PCRcollective.org. We'll see you there. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shit. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes 
every Monday from 6 to 8. That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> Do you need an awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than MutinyRadio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsadai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Trying to hurt me, but boy, how it burns me whenever she touched me. And oh, I feel so lucky. L-S-D, fap, acid, fapping, fapping, acid, acid, fapping, fapping, acid, fap, 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 acid. Thank you. That song is called Acid and Fapping. This is Tusser Matters with Mutiny Radio. Big up to the number one station, the ruling nation. Give it to me every time. Stand every Sunday at 1 p.m. Parking Nidos Unidos at 23rd and Folsom. The free farm stand and all volunteer run project of the No Penny Opera. It's about sharing the wealth of urban farms and gardens. Making, helping making local growth, fresh and nutrients, organic produce accessible to all, especially those in individuals or low incomes or tight budgets. The free farm stand grows food in San Francisco and distributes its it for free. We act as a gathered place and mission to encourage community growth and involvement. This effort resolved most around gathering surplus foods from neighborhood gardens, various farmer markets, community gardens, public and private fruit trees, and hosting a space where this bounty can be shared with all. We also work with produce to the people who harvest organic fruits from backyard fruit trees and public spaces and bring it out to our free farm stand. For more information or if you want to help or if you have or know of a fruit tree that needs picking, you can contact Lauren with at produce to the people at produce to the people at gmail.com. Yeah. <laughs> I know you got him. I got him too. I got the food tonight. <laughs> 